0: 6 of Spooky Chris. Uh, This is the occasional once in a while podcast that I do. Chris Ringler. um, Talking about horror and pop culture and weird stuff. uh, Just kind of bumbling through my brain. Uh, Episode 6, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Look at me go. Um, uh, So primarily I'm a writer. Uh, I'll try to read more fiction on here as I chug along. Um, You can find all my... Books on Amazon.com. You can find my fiction, um, just kind of stories and stuff, on SpookyChris.com. Um, that's kind of who I am, where I am. Uh, this weekend we have uh, an event coming up in Flint. Son of a gun! I'm looking for a file and I found it. What do you know? Um, which that kind of leads into what I, I talked to. But yeah, we have an event coming up. And then I, I'd hoped that I'd be able to book more events this year because um, I've released the new book. And then I kind of did a 10th anniversary edition of an older book. And I am in the middle of kind of working through the revisions for a, another book that will be a collection. Um, and so in, in kind of trying to book some shows, one of the shows I wanted to do desperately, I found out about last year, was called StokerCon. It's going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Which, for anyone well not in the Mitten uh, State, it is on the west side of the state. Uh, it's kind of one of the up and coming areas of the state. That's kind of where a lot of folks are kind of looking at. Um, it's an, definitely an affluent part of the state for sure. But there's going to be this this convention Stoker Con, and it's funny because so in 2005 I went to something called a World Horror Con, and that was a this big literary convention um that moved around the the country and i think actually might have done a couple international gigs along the years but where you know they would award uh notable horror authors and they would um, kind of get all of the horror folks or a bunch of them together for panels and discussions and pitch sessions and just to kind of meet and mingle um, and it was pretty cool because when I when I had gone, I, I mentioned in an earlier podcast, I was able to stay with you know uh, some folks that most of them um, are kind of luminaries in the the uh, Bizarro fiction world now, which is kind of fun. Um, I didn't even something I didn't even know existed back then, and until then, um, I got to briefly meet Mick Garrison and talk to him. Um, uh, kind of got to see a bunch of fascinating people like you know had had a great time um, all in all um, and one of the things I did there I, mean, I did a couple pitch sessions which pitch sessions at these kind of things are not a real fun time I got to be honest uh, I had it's funny I signed up for one and for whatever reason I got two one was with Tor so a bigger press and then one was just like a small one Uh, smaller press and so you got 10 minutes um, to kind of pitch your your whatever your 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 book your your project Um, and I decided I was going to pitch um, my novel which became A Shadow of Ever. Um, I had it you know at least at least the the first kind of I had it together I I did some more work on it you know afterwards uh, just because it needed more work but I had the book done, essentially, and I had the hardest time, I remember, sp- like, sitting, because my, the people I was staying with kind of, you know, were had a publishing, they were connected to publishers, and they, in the, the room next to us, decided to have a publishing party, and I adiosed out of that, which, I mean, shame on me, I wouldn't, you know, I just wasn't into the party scene, uh, and I probably missed opportunities to meet some interesting folks, um, so I adiosed out of that, and, uh, and ended up kind of walking the streets of uh, Manhattan and sitting and trying to work out how I was going to pitch this book. So Shadow or Ever is was a long gestating book of mine, um, and I love it, but I just I still have a hard time describing what it is. It's the story of a uh, kind of lonely atheist hillbilly that is kind of tormented by the town kids, and he goes nutty and decides to get revenge one night and so it's the story of this crazy guy who uh goes out to get revenge so you have that except it's also connected to this bigger universe of the creation of existence um the creators of existence uh, the first children of eden like so it gets into this kind of weird religious stuff and you know you This man who's an atheist Who doesn't believe in anything Who hates everything Who dies in the first quarter of the book uh, Is enlisted to fight in this war for heaven Um, And it's got zombies and hillbillies And religious stuff And monsters And just weird, weird stuff I still have trouble On how I am supposed to kind of describe that I just, I don't know, I still have trouble. I do my best, but I have trouble with it. Um, and so I'm sitting there in you know in the lobby trying to figure out how on earth I'm going to describe this book for the pitch sessions. And the pitch sessions, again, you get 10 minutes. Um, and... Uh, so, so you get these... these Ten minutes, and five minutes of those ten minutes is is them describing themselves and their what their publishing company does, which is cool. But you only have ten minutes, so there's not like a dialogue or a. It's literally, hey, I'm from Joe Schmoe Publishing. We publish blah blah blah. We're looking for blah blah blah. We've done blah 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 blah. blah. It's all their achievements. it's Like, okay, cool. What's your pitch? have five minutes so you feel this clock on you like tick, 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 tick and you're trying to you're trying to impress them. it was I mean for me it was the worst um and both of them were neither one was and and you know it's just it's it, I don't blame the people I don't it's just it's what that is. I don't think it's I guess you I, I didn't sound like I paid special or something for it so you know I just I feel like it would truly be miraculous if they found a pitch that they liked. If they're like, wow, that's that's amazing. I think we need to have that book. So you're already going in and they're you know, it's not like they're they are necessarily interested. I think they're open to it. Um for sure. But I don't think they're actively interested like they didn't go there like I am going to get buy a book. So you're already kind of like up against it. Um, So it wasn't, you know, (laughs) I I guess it's good, I'll say this, it's good experience because it helps you with kind of the elevator speech on what your book is and that is important is you should be able to tell people what it is and, and, you know, especially if you, you know, whatever creative endeavor you do, you should be able to tell people what it is and say, hey, I do this. So, I did that and one of the other things I did there uh, is they had opportunities to read um, they had rooms which I I just can't imagine like they so the people I I was you know because they're with kind of like did performances and I can't imagine like I just it still boggles my mind like but did that straight up like like one guy I guess is notorious for just kind of you know drinking while he does it and just kind of does a performance. I didn't. It was like this big kind of auditorium and they had a bunch of authors there and they were kind of, it was like a contest I guess and I took one of my stories and it was I mean, I mean, I liked it back then I mean, I for sure have written better stuff since then um, but I took it and I said to heck with it and I, I, I read and it scared the heck out of me um, I still kind of shocked I did it um, especially in front of you know, again Kind of legit famous authors and i it was it was a cool experience um but I'm not good at reading um i don't I don't know that i'm I'm great like I get nervous i hurry um I kind of spaz out a little i mean for it's it's interesting flash I mean, i don't know I ran into one of the people like kind of the most famous author that was there um In in the elevator, and he said, oh, hey, you know, I remember, you know, I was there, heard your story. It was really good. I didn't ask him, because I, it's one of those things, like, I don't ask stuff that that there could be a negative answer to, because you're just setting yourself up for, like, oh, hey, yeah, that was interesting, you know. So, I don't know. I'm sure he didn't, you know, moisten his pants about it, Um but it's you know it was it was it is what it was, and it was you know it was positive feedback. That's cool. Like I appreciated that. Like it's it's you know you'd want that, or you'd want kind of someone that you know like I think that's got a lot of potential. But you could do this. Like that was what you, that's what you would want to hear. Like I don't know that you'd ever want to hear the but. But like I think that someone trashing you would be the worst. But I hate reading. So I'm doing the Stoker Con in May and I signed up to read. I'm gonna be vending there, but I signed up to read and I, I part of me is like, no, don't do it. But then I'm also like, I've had to kind of adapt and evolve in that I need to kind of get myself out there. I need to sell books. I need to kind of get my name out there. The only way to do that is to do this stuff. So I'm gonna force myself to read. Um Actually, I'd signed up, and they were like, well, you know, cool, we'll put you on a list, but unfortunately everything's used up. But we'll put you on a list. I don't know how. Like, I, I, haven't, I have a time. So I have 15 mysteries story, and I think I know the story. I was going to write something new, but I'm going to try this one first. Um, And it's scary. It's super scary because I just, I'm going to be reading, you know, with other authors, and I'm the third guy, so it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be that daunting. And then you don't want to bomb because that's going to be the worst. Because reading and there's no and I've done that enough where there's right. not you know kind of any you know there's a reaction probably a reaction at the end like oh clap 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 and it's not like I f- you you really think feel like people are going to oh my gosh oh holy cow like I don't write stories necessarily like that 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 people just like their eyeballs explode but you want to have them invested in it. It's just all of it's so scary. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's all just scared scares the heck out of me. Um. So I I I think I have the story. Um. I wrote, you know, me and my friends uh, wrote Bigfoot stories a couple years ago and read them on our other other you know the other podcast I do. And so I'm going to read that one. I think I'm going to go over it and kind of clean it up. It's been. A what it looks like because i want to read something because i I felt like the story was pretty good um and i want to read something good and again like i'm trying to just read something good and not get in my own head and like oh it has to be this and it has to be that and it's like no i'm just gonna go and try to read something good i know how i you know I, i know what i can do i know what i can you know my skills as a writer um I know what I bring to the table, as it were. I just, man, I, I, I don't know about you. I'm just, I've just never been great at reading. Um, I mean, I, I, it's easier for now, like, with doing, I'm doing podcasts now for uh, a couple of years, so it's easier to kind of do this and talk to a microphone and all of that, but man, I don't know. I still, and I still have trouble. Because I know some people like you to act it out and get into the character. And oh my gosh, the monster was coming and its eyes were dripping. That's not really my bag. I can do it. I can If, if the story calls for it, I can fake it to make it. Um, and that's sometimes kind of the old adage. And I think it's just such a stupid adage. But it's not untrue. Like it's the the whole idea of like, you know what? You may not want to do it, but you got to do it. It's it's kind of, it's kind of how I always felt about homework or you know work at the office or something. I may not want to do it, but I have to do it. And it's better I do it, do it, and get it done than to let it hang over my head and kind of cast its shadow on me and and kind of do that. Um, it's better just to kind of tackle it head on and do it and get it done. And I think that's easier than anything. So. I don't know, but we'll see how this goes. It's gonna be interesting. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a cool show. Like it's, I've never done a four day. It's a four day show, which is weird for me. Um, and there's you know like there's a, a dinner and <clears throat> all kinds of crazy business. So I'm gonna try to go and mingle it up. I don't I don't get out to you know that kind of stuff ever. Like I'll do shows, but like I'm just as a vendor. So I'd like to kind of. I have the opportunity and I have the ability just to kind of go and make the most of it. <laughs> and I want to. Um, but man, alive is it scary. But at least I'm going to kind of go in there. I mean, I, I, I got nothing to lose. At this point, I've put out a bunch of freaking books. You know, Nobody's going to take that away. They could say you're a bum, that you're no good. But, you know, shucks, I can tell that to myself every day for free. So what do I care? Um. So I got. I truly have nothing to lose. It's just a matter of kind of going in there and and just doing it. And that's it's you know, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be scary. I don't like. And I I wonder. You know, I can't imagine when you first get started as a performer and you're going out acting or you know playing music, singing. You know, with, with like a, an instrument, at least you can kind of kind of hide behind that. To, you know. And same with the character, kind of. You may be terrible at portraying that character, but at least you can kind of hide in the character so it's not you. But, man, without something to hide behind, it's <laughs> may, I'll, may I'll take some kind of a, a mask an outfit. That would be funny, but a little bit much, I think. So that's where I'm at, trying to figure out this whole reading thing. And like I said, I think I have the story. Um, I couldn't find it. I have... Uh, I Technology is amazing, but man alive, I have files all over the place. And the file for this was just like on an old computer. And I'm like, why didn't it get transferred to where it needed to be? Because that was stupid. I don't know. Whatever. I'm glad I found it. So at least they said something. But man, I have duplicates, triplicates, like multiple versions of stories in multiple folders and all this stuff. It's weird. I don't necessarily name stories what they should be named. I just, I don't know. I'm crazy. It don't make any sense, but <laughs> hopefully you, a uh, good friend, are having a, a good day. I appreciate you listening. Um, we'll see what the future brings, but hopefully it's uh, something creepy for everybody in, in the best of ways. Bye.